Are you ready? It's that time! Well, uh, let's try this again. Uh, we had a bit of a false start on our first attempt at recording this episode. This is episode 12 of season two of Man Buns and Jesus, where Josh has uh, got his hair up in a bun and I've been chasing kids all day. So that felt like too much effort. Um, we are in the midst of VBS season. And uh, Josh, why is that relevant to us today? Well, that's relevant to us today because that's exactly what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We are, I just finished VBS. Uh, this, we did a weekend VBS, which is actually a first for me. And Ben is on day five of, of their VBS of, I get like, call it five and a half days because you said Sunday well, is kind of included. Yeah. Basically. Um, and we're, we're just kind of going to go after it. We're going to talk about whatever comes to mind. It's going to be probably a little random and chaotic, but you know what? You can't tell us what to do. So as is kind of one of the founding principles of this show, we do what we want. Um, but we'll, what we want to start with, and, and this is, I think, pretty expressly so we don't end with this and we end on a more positive note, but it's what doesn't work what kind of don't we like about vbs and that's that's where we're going to start so buckle up for a little bit of maybe negativity and then we'll uh and then we'll we'll get more more chipper we we promise it'll come around at the end um so ben what, we, what do you got well i guess let's just start the vent session um <laughs> I mean, I think first things first is like, for me, this week, I've got kids ranging from three years old to nine. So kids entering our preschool to kids entering fourth grade. Um, and those six years of life are an incredible developmental journey for most kids. Um, and so my frustration is how infrequently VBS is provide content for different levels like especially when you buy like a pre-created vbs package kind of thing um it's so frequent that there's like a single craft or a single story that's targeted at you know like first or second graders and the preschoolers struggle and the oldest kids are like this is stupid. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Um, and like, I find my, I'm running games for our VBS this week. And I find myself creating different versions of the same game for each of the three, like age group levels we have preschool, K, K1 and two and up so that the kids are actually engaged in what they're doing. And it's not like utterly boring for the oldest and impossible to follow for the youngest and even then like because i am not a uh education uh major like someone else on this podcast 
but someone who didn't uh, like specialize in developmental psychology, um, even though he has a degree in education, um, neither one of us is necessarily super, super, super well suited for coming up with activities that actually fit, fit those different developing age groups. Um, and so, yes, I'm getting some input from like my preschool teachers and, and some of my other uh, volunteers here who have done a lot with kids, but like, that's still a lot to put on people who buy your product if you're not going to give them some, some advice and some ways to lean into helping different age groups. So that's my first frustration. Yeah, you, Josh? I don't know. I, I think part, part of my issue kind of going along with that is when you have, you know, almost, almost all churches, I think they, they really rely on pre-written curriculum, mm -hmm. which I understand why we do that. Okay. Writing curriculum is a lot of work especially if that's not your field. Um, but what a lot of times, first of all, there, there's a, a little bit of a problem because so little of, of the VBS materials are produced by Lutherans. Actually, quite a bit of them are. Well, are they? Really? I feel like I've seen, I haven't seen much coming out of Concordia Publishing House for. They've got, years. I think, two this year. Oh, well, we didn't, we didn't use either of them. Um, no, I, I think a lot of the ones I see are, you have the issue of they're not Lutheran, and sometimes that comes through. Sometimes it doesn't, and it's not a problem. But sometimes that comes through. So you kind of, you have to, go over the whole thing with a little bit of a fine tooth comb sometimes, both theologically and kind of educationally, because I think you're exactly right, Ben. Um, like in the VBS we just did, the first story we told was the story of Zacchaeus, um, which the older kids, they got the, because I was doing the Bible, the Bible teaching portion. The older kids, they got it. They got the point. They got where the lesson was headed. It was, it was fine. But some of those little little kids, like the idea of understanding what taxes are, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, <sighs> and and they did the illustration of like the kid gets. You give each kid four pieces of candy, and then the tax collector comes around and takes one. And then Zacchaeus, who's the tax collector, comes around and takes another one to demonstrate that he was like greedy and taking more than he deserved. But it's like, that's a lot of cognitive leaps for someone who's probably not thinking abstractly yet. Right? So there's, there's a, like Ben said, there's a huge gap if you're talking between a fourth and we had even some older kids than nine, we, I think we had a, we had a couple 12 year olds in the, in the mix, like the, the, the cognitive capabilities of a 12 year old versus a three year old are dramatically different. Um, but I, I, my major frustration with VBS is more foundational than that. And it is 
And if you're listening to this and you are heavily involved with our VBS, please don't take any of this personally. I think our VBS was great. I think it, it did good work and, and I think there was value to it. With that being said, <laughs> I have serious questions about where is the place of VBS? Like what, what is it useful for? Because, you know, I'm thinking the, the mission of the church, what, what are we trying? What are, what should everything we do be in pursuit of? Um, connecting people to the gospel and discipling people, right? Those are kind of, if you're going to ask me what are, what are kind of the two pushes of the church, those are the two pushes that I would kind of pretty quickly identify as this is what we should be doing. Um, and in, in our instance, VBS was a touch point for a three, we had three families in worship this Sunday that we, we might not have seen otherwise. We, we might have, you know, it's entirely possible, but they were, the VBS was a very easy connection point. Okay, so I see that. But I think that was actually one of the benefits of the weekend VBS, because Sunday wasn't, oh, you're done with VBS, now also come Sunday. Sunday from the beginning was billed as like, this is our finale, mm -hmm. right? This is how we finish off is on Sunday. So I, I think that was phenomenal. Um, but when we talk, so we say, well, it's discipling kids. And I, I don't know if that's true. And I think it comes from, from this weird focus we have on programs. We want a program. We want something quantifiable. We want something with like a finite time scope. And we want to, when we finish, we want to be able to check the box and say, I finished that thing that program mm -hmm. um and i i don't think that really accomplishes much in the way of discipleship right the kids are there for a week they have they have a blast they have a lot of fun their family maybe gets connected to the church which is awesome but the week itself like maybe they walk away with a couple bible lessons but if you ask them two weeks later what the stories of VBS were, how many of them are going to be able to tell you? And I would suspect that it's very few. You know, I, I don't remember the themes or the stories from VBS. All I really remember from VBS when I was a kid is we got to play with, uh, with water guns at church, and it was always a party. Um, so that's, I think, my, my core with – I think it maybe comes from a time where the family was much more active in discipling their kids. So VBS was like, it was a bonus kind of thing and it was supported and continued at home. In which case I would say there's a lot more discipleship value to it. But especially, you know, for parents who use VBS as free daycare, and they don't talk about this. Oh, I think I lost Ben. No, I'm still here. Um, I didn't know why my camera disappeared, though. It just oh, did. It decided back. to be done. What a relief. Yeah. Um, but like if if the kid, if the parents don't talk with the Bible lessons at all with their kid when they get home, if, if VBS is the extent of their spiritual instruction, I really I don't know that it 
is going to accomplish that goal. And as a result, I wonder if it isn't dangerous in that it's giving people the illusion that they're handling discipleship when they're not. Mm -hmm. Does that, I might be speaking too strongly. I'm not convinced by my own argument, but these are just some of the concerns that I have thinking about it. I feel like you've got the pessimist view of how this plays out. That, sound, uh, that sounds like me. <laughs> may, maybe even the realist's view of how this plays out. Because, uh, I mean, I think you're right. For a lot of people, it is free, de- free daycare or discounted daycare, depending on... You know, how your church they, operates that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in a lot of cases, sure, it can be a thing where you know, for the people in the congregation, you feel like you're checking some sort of box because you're like, oh, hey, we've got children, children's program. We've got VBS. Um, we're taking care of that age group. They're getting Jesus. Um, they're getting theology. And then you're right. There's very little follow-up sometimes. Um, but I think one thing that you kind of hit at and that I want to draw out as like something that irks me about vbs is that depending on who's coming oftentimes like whatever the leadership of vbs the people volunteering telling the stories leading the activities whatever they get into the kid's head that will stick But any of the like smaller details that could have been reinforced with any sort of outside involvement in that kid processing what they've learned in VBS, it almost almost universally doesn't happen. And so the kids do oftentimes walk away with like, uh, oh, we talked about these guys named David and Goliath or Zacchaeus. But then, like, none of the details stick. None of why that's important sticks. None of why that matters sticks. And and so, on some level, you're right. But I think that is less down to, like... That's not GBS's fault. That's... That's... Yeah. Everything else's fault. Yeah. The, 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 The people in that child's life, you know, parents, grandparents, godparents who promised to uh, raise that child faithfully in the, well, faithfully in the faith, man, that's for oh, yes. um, uh, Raise that child in the faith as best they possibly can. I think a lot of times it's, I mean, A, it's hard. I don't blame parents necessarily. Um, but also like, that just then tells your kids how you actually feel about church. And I think yeah. to, to, to speak to something else that you were talking about, I think, I mean, the, the note that you made about like weekend VBS being good for you because you were able to build Sunday into it as like a, this is our, our wrap up for VBS. Um, like, I think you can do that 
regardless of what system you're using. Like the, the program that we're doing for, um, for VBS this year actually has 10 lessons in it. And uh, we're just doing five of them. And then three of them I'm building into a service designed to teach kids about the focus of Bible study or, v, or VBS on Sunday morning. Um, and then also from that, tomorrow and after worship on Sunday, the parents are going to get resources to help reinforce some of the lessons the kids learned going forward. So they can look back, ask their kids, hey, do you remember the story of when God created the world? What did that teach you about? Or do you remember the story of Daniel and the lion's den? What did that teach you about? Do you remember the story of how Jesus was talking about letting the little kids come to him? What did that teach you about? I think just on some level, churches, pastors, youth leaders need to like enable some of that too so it, it's i mean it's a two-way street it's their responsibilities to disciple kids within families that are getting dropped but then there's also like the church enabling and empowering those families and people and figures in kids lives that are kind of dropping the ball on in terms of like making that possible yeah which for me is is kind of shifting to some of the good things in VBS, I've seen increasingly churches that take the strategy of we're going to do a family VBS. Mm. And the parents are involved. And um, I think I'd have to check to see if this is actually where, but I, where I heard this from. But I believe what my dad and, and the church that he's a pastor at, their approach to VBS now is a family VBS, but where the kids and the parents kind of split off, especially for the, the Bible lesson portion. And while the kids are learning their lesson, the parents are being equipped to kind of continue that discussion at home, um, which is exactly what you're talking about. It's resourcing the parents for a continued discipleship kind of thing. Um, because the, the reality is, that a lot of what kids learn isn't what they're taught, per se. Mm -hmm. It is what is modeled for them. Mm -hmm. So if they, if they see that faith is only a conversation that happens when they get dumped off of VBS, what that could communicate to them very easily is, okay, so this faith thing, this God thing is for over here. And then here in our in our life, we kind of just we we don't bother with it. Um, I, the same thing we, we've been talking about this this Sunday morning thing. If your kids see you kind of take any excuse you can to not be there Sunday morning, like oh I just felt like sleeping in, so we're not going to church this morning, or or you know there's there's a football game that starts early and and we're just not going to go to church this morning, so we don't miss the game. Like those little things, we might we might say, well, that's not so bad if that happens every once in a while. But what you're cumulatively modeling for your kids is that Sunday morning is a fairly low priority for you. 
whether it is or not, what you are saying is it's more important that I sleep. It's more important that I catch this football. Like, these are the things that are more important than being in worship. And you might say, well, they're isolated. Well, a kid isn't necessarily going to process that. They're just going to see, okay, so church is less important than these things. Church is not a, a high priority. Um, so the, the same thing happens with spiritual conversations. So all of this to say, I, I think you're right. And I think if we're, if we want VBS to be more effective as a discipleship tool, it can't just be the kids in the church. The parents have to be involved. The family has to be involved. And that that responsibility, I believe, falls on both parties, right? As as the church, as the pastor of a church, you you are responsible for giving parents the tools to have these conversations with their kids and, and have these sorts of conversations with parents. But at the same time, as a parent, you have to come to the table and have that conversation. And ultimately, the work is on you. I, because I like as a pastor of your church, I cannot model for your kids what Christian living looks like simply because they don't live with me. They aren't they aren't watching how I behave 24 seven. They see how I behave a few hours a week. And during those few hours, should I be modeling Christian living? Yes. Yes, I should. With the stories I tell with with how I act. Um, that should be evident. Don't get me wrong, like I'm not giving pastors a pass here, but I can't model a consistent Christian life because they're not seeing my consistent Christian life. Only only really the parent and then maybe, you know, if you have grandparents or whatever living living in the home. Those people who see the kids, you know, the vast majority of the day, even if they're at school, you're still, you know, you're with them however many hours a day they have to be the ones modeling so when we talk about vbs when we talk about discipling kids it's got to focus on more than just the kids and maybe that's not what you do in the week but that's got to be that's got to be part of the conversation yeah 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 i think this is maybe a debatable good thing that comes out of VBS. But I think one of the good things that comes out of VBS is that for some kids, like elements of what you work on, what you learn, what you grow in gets embedded in their minds. Um, I got a really cute video from one of my VBS moms this week or yesterday, I think. Um, and it's of her, her son and a couple other kids uh, playing around and singing songs that we've learned this week in VBS. Um, and if you haven't heard a modern VBS song, boy, are they earworms. Um, they are made intentionally incredibly catchy so that your kid learns them and does not forget them. Um, which, you know, as a as a pastor who wants to see this as a growth and discipleship opportunity where like kids hold on to things, that's great. As somebody who likes to sleep without being uh, attacked by the, the uh, incredibly 
like poppy cheesy melodies of a number of these songs like that can be difficult <laughs> but i think like there's a reason that music and, and worship have gone hand in hand in the church for so long because it helps people remember things it helps people hold on to things and i think in a lot of ways vbs does give some pretty cool and powerful tools for doing some of the elements of discipleship um I think no. what, what I would contend is VBS is phenomenal, but it cannot be the only thing you do. And I mean that in, in all like, you know, all of the sense of, of what happens at VBS. So yes, Bible lessons should be happening throughout the year, you know, and Sunday school is a great place for that. Also like family devotions are a great, a great place for that. If, if you are a, a parent who's who needs some family devotions, please reach out to one of us. I'm sure we 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 can point you in the right direction. There are there are so many good books written with kids devotions, with teen devotions. Um, you got to be careful with the teen devotions. You got to make sure they're from this you know decade. I have some ones. I have some ones on my shelf that are pretty cringy. They talk about the the problems of your VHS player, and I'm like, ooh, that's that won't fly anymore. Yeah, you dropped your you dropped your CD player on the on the sidewalk and stepped oh, on it. Oh no! But I so that that is part of it, right? But I think that includes the other parts of you, right? I mentioned that one of the parts of EBS I remember is playing with the the water guns at church which my dad always insisted they were hydrobolic water launchers, not water guns, because we would never play with guns at church. In the same way, we didn't play with Nerf guns at church. We played with foam dart launchers at church. Anyway, but there's got to be the, the fun element too, right? So when you're talking about planning things for the church and planning, you know, social events for your congregation, make sure the kids are included in that right like we've we've done a few cookouts here that i think have been really successful um in that people have connected with each other they've had a good time and and the kids are having a blast because because we bring some yard games everybody brings some yard games and the kids just go nuts and i think that's a valuable part of discipleship and you might say well they're not learning anything about jesus well, yeah but they're building community with the church they're getting to hang out with these people. They're getting to to see what it, what does a Christian adult look like when they're behaving at a barbecue, right? It may be trivial, but you know that's that modeling we were talking about. So all these different elements. Um, I, I guess the crafting would would you'd have to go back to our hobbies podcast maybe to talk about that one. But so I like I, I think VBS is great, but I think the efforts we see most highlighted at VBS, they have to be consistent through the year, right? Not that doesn't not, mean you need to. That doesn't mean you need to work yourself to the point of exhaustion every week, right? Don't that's do often also a side effect of a VBS. VBS level of something. I, I'm not saying that. I'm like just find sustainable ways to to do some of that kind of stuff all year um 
Sunday school is a really low hanging fruit. Um, having social activities where kids are are welcome and involved. Another really probably an easy one. Maybe maybe it's not an easy one. I think it's pretty easy to just plan a you know plan a cookout. Say hey Friday night we're gonna be at this park grilling burgers. Come hang out for a few hours. Um, fun fact: uh, you can feed about seventy people with burgers and drinks and stuff at Sam's Club for under 50 bucks. So it's also a pretty affordable little social thing. Anyway, so that's that's my big thing with VBS is VBS is great, but it can't it can't be the only thing you do for kids. That's you're not actually going to disciple them very much, I think, if if that's the extent of your children's ministry. Under 50 seems a little low. I'm telling you, I've done it twice. <laughs> now, you're not getting high quality good. stuff. You're getting like the 75% lean burgers from Sam's Club where half of them drip off and flare up. But hey, man, you're, you're a food. bold man there, Josh. You're a bold man. Um, I. Hey, everybody comes up and they say, man, these are so good. You're so good. I'm like, no, they're just really fatty. That's why they're good. <laughs> uh, all right. I need the key to take is they're not here. healthy. <laughs> I need to take an aside here. Yesterday, I went to Costco because I was picking up food for our, we have like a block party as part of VBS where the parents come in. They get to see some of the stuff that's been going on at VBS. We're going to have some of the crafts the kids have been doing this week outside like for them to see or not outside because it's 90 degrees and humid out today but out for them to see um there's going to be water balloons so the kids can you know cool down and throw water balloons at each other exactly um we got a playground so they can run around on that like there's all sorts of opportunities for people to just kind of engage in 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 fellowship and community and, and and see some of the stuff that the kids have been doing um and learning about so hopefully that gives them an opportunity to take some stuff away from that too. Um, but where was I going with this? I don't know where you were going with this. Oh yeah. Costco. So I went to Costco <laughs> yesterday with the intent of, of wow. buying everything I needed for said block party this evening. And I, I walked out remembering why I hate Costco so much. It is, it is just, you can never find everything you need. And the place is never arranged the same way, two visits in a row. Oh, that's strategic. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> that, that doesn't mean I can't hate them for it. Um. And there's just so much excess involved. Like, why? Just saying, Sam's Club doesn't do you dirty like that. You Stores arrange the same every single time. You don't need a package of three five-gallon barrels of whey protein powder. Hey, you don't know my life. I might. I'm kidding like, though. Don't don't buy discount whey protein powder, guys. It's not worth it. That stuff is so <laughs> gross. 
and there's so much crap in it. It's spend the five extra bucks and get something that's like reputable. Anyway, we don't we're not here to talk about whey protein powder. Yeah, no, sorry. And, I just needed to rip on Costco for a moment. Um but all that being said, I I agree. Like the, just finding the ways to engage in reinforcing the discipleship lessons that you learned in VBS immediately in the like context of time around VBS is great. But then also like throughout the year, continuing to work through and build on those things so that your kids feel like they're a part of that community and part of the congregation. Um, Cause like, this is maybe one more thing that I don't like about VBS and also do like at the same time. It, it kind of depends on what side of the line your church falls on. I think VBS can oftentimes be a way for you to really show that you value kids, but it should never be the only way to show that you value kids. If that makes sense. Like VBS yeah. is a program specifically tailored for kids. It's just, it's tailored for their discipleship. It's tailored for their education. It's tailored for their needs. Um, and it can be like part of the highlight for the highlights of what you do in terms of your children's ministry, but it should not be everything. And I sometimes feel like for churches, it's everything. And so the good side of that being, I love to see churches invest in kids. Don't let this be your only investment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have too much more to add. Yeah, I'm running um, on fumes, so I've been running on fumes since the start of this podcast. That's fair. That's fair. We didn't get too rambly though, so good on us. Good. I think Pat. Pat on the I back. I can't reach I seriously back think I seriously think that's just like because we are so tired that we can't ramble. We'd it's, fall asleep mid-sentence. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Um, so takeaways, what are, what are, are you ready with the takeaway? Cause I think Uh, I'm ready. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Um, Go for it, Josh. That way you don't steal mine. Okay. Um, (laughs) I, I think my big takeaway is, especially if you're a parent listening to this is you, you, there's no way around it. You have to take an active role in your kid's discipleship whether or not you feel equipped you you are the single-handedly the best person to to impact your kids discipleship as they grow um like i grew up seeing my parents we we prayed as a family every day we did family devotions fairly consistently growing up and I saw my parents really actively involved in the church. Yeah, it was a little easier because they worked there, but there was never any, when we got home, there was never any, you know, grumbling or complaining about, oh, I can't believe we had to waste time at church, except for voters meetings. Mom, mom would occasionally complain about having to go to voters <laughs> meetings, but who That's doesn't? Fair. Um, so I grew up seeing that all the time and are my parents perfect 
No. They're pretty close, but no, they're not. Um, hey, don't encourage your dad too much. <laughs> you know what? He deserves a pat on the back. Um, <laughs> but seeing, seeing them model that stuff, that stuck with me. That, you know, helped set me up with good habits of prayer and devotion and, and worship, you know, through college. And, and then again, at the seminary, I guess it was pretty easy. But uh, yeah, so parents, don't underestimate the value of just doing stuff that your kids see. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're going to pick it up. Whether you want them to or not, they're going to pick it up. What do you got, Ben? I think I'll go on the flip side of that. Uh, so from a church perspective, make sure that VBS is only and ever a piece of your discipleship, children's ministry, outreach, uh, community-oriented puzzle. Whatever element of, of your like church community life that VBS is helping to fulfill, it should never be the end-all, be-all for that thing. Uh, but it should be a piece of that puzzle. Um, and so if you are listening to this and trying to figure out how to do that in your own context, we don't have great ways to help you because we don't know your context, but just know that the things that you are teaching and, and uh, showing throughout VBS can be reinforced throughout the year in a number of ways. And those things that Josh talked about earlier in the podcast, find creative and useful ways to show people Christian living, to show the, the, the morals and ethics that they're picking up in VBS, to reinforce the theology that they're learning, to reinforce their, their knowledge and understanding of scripture that they're picking up in VBS. Um, so that through those things, you hopefully can continue to produce more and more young, uh, interested, focused, and faithful disciples. Yeah. So uh, with that, I believe it is shameless plug time. Everybody's favorite, favorite prayer part requests. of the episode. Oh, prayer requests. Ah, oh, how could I forget? Um, pray for the kids in your congregation. Pray for the the adults who work with them and pray for their parents. Um, Amen. (laughs) As easy as that. Um, Shameless plugs, as always. uh, Follow us on whatever your favorite uh, podcasting platform is. We're on there. Um, Are we on, uh, what's it called yet? No, we're still not on Pandora. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm this close to just sending an angry email. Like, guys, what's up? We're not that if controversial. You, no, I. I was gonna say if you wanna, uh, if you're a super fan of the show, which I don't know if we have any yet, but if you consider yourself a super fan of the show and you want to write an angrily worded letter to Pandora on our behalf, um, we'd appreciate it. We're not gonna pay you, but we'd appreciate it. No. Yeah, we're not. We'll give you a <laughs> shout out on the show. Uh, yeah. But remember the whole Christian living thing when you're writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the, the whole don't be a jerk, episode one. Episode one, that, that. Was, that was a great episode, content-wise. Yeah, uh, yeah. Production-wise, it was it was not our best. <laughs> it might have been our worst. It, it might be our second worst, but it was, it was anyway. Um, so, yeah, follow us on, on the podcasting platforms. There are benefits for you, obviously, where 
you get notifications when there are new episodes, but also, you know, it's kind of nice for us to see how many people actually are intentionally listening to our show. <laughs> um, and then we, uh, we have a Facebook page that you are welcome to like or not all your dreams, but it's, it's a really good way to connect with us if you don't have a personal connection with us. So, um, if you, if you've kind of just stumbled across this podcast and you're not really connected to either Ben or myself, first of all, happy to have you here. Thanks so much for coming. We, we hope you're, you're, we pray blessings on your life, whatever that needs. Anyway. And we um, hope that this is useful in some way, shape or form. Not yeah, necessarily but, just this episode, but this podcast in general. But the, the Facebook page is a good place for you to suggest topics or if you want to come on as a as a guest host. Um, really, whatever you want to talk about, we're, we're happy to have you on. We love having guests. It, uh, it's good. It's enjoyable. It's fun. So uh, with with those shameless plugs out of the way, I think my brain is about to stop working entirely, which means I need more coffee. Uh, brothers and sisters, go in peace. Serve the Lord. But you can't tell us what to do. <laughs> Thanks be to God is the line, <laughs> Ben. Come on.